Welcome to Grifter of the Week, the show where we dig into the, the con artists, the scoundrels, the naughty boys of the Other world. Other words for lying dudes. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what grifter means. Huge oversight in our part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really should have thought that through. Look it up in your own time. Urban Dictionary. Well, it's like, yeah, people are like, what does grifter mean? Hey, man, Google it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I've used it in a series of fucking synonyms for yeah. con artists. Well, yeah, I wouldn't... Figure it out. I wouldn't listen to a Monster of the Week podcast not knowing what a monster is, personally. Exactly. Anyway, Joel. Yes. Who have you brought to the table today? I'm excited to find out who it is. Well, here's the thing, Caleb. I would like, once again, after last episode's triumph, mm -hmm. play a little game of Guess the Grifter. I love Guess the Grifter. Right. Play that jingle! <laughs> You, you have to do the jingle. No, there's a edit space for you to put in whatever you want there. But can you give me like a rough draft? Well, I think that the guess the grifter yeah. jingle and I'll would definitely. Be, I'm not going to deceive you. You're definitely going to edit something out. Okay, well, I would probably want it to go like something along the lines of dong dong, ka dong dong, dong dong, ka dong dong, dong yeah! dong. Yeah, great. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Guess the grifter. Yeah. Is it Helen Clark? No. Ah, well, <laughs> you've tuned in. <laughs> you tuned in to guess the grifter. We were wrong this week. All right. Hold on a second. Um, there's, there's a couple of teenagers loitering around the studio. They're graffitiing a giant penis on the. Oh. Okay. God damn. Those, so we've got some kids graffitiing a penis on the wall. Those. Those absolute <laughs> bloody mongrels. Oh, this was so easy. <laughs> uh, hmm. Let's see. Those oxygen stealing thieves. <laughs> are tagging penises outside my office. So... <laughs> Those yeah. dirty fools. So everyone in New Zealand has guessed that the uh, person that you're doing is the main presenter of Police 10-7. Yeah, and what great detectives they are, considering it is in the title. Oh, yeah. I only, always forget that you're shit. You're the only one that guesses. Well, the thing is, is that I guessed it before you did the voice because you do this um, facial expression when you do your impression of him where you, like, bellow your <laughs> chin out and you're like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You gotta, yeah, you gotta do it. So Police 107. Police 107. There's a show here in New Zealand where we like to sort of make a public spectacle out of people uh, yeah. whose lives are being ruined by the police. Absolutely. And we'll get into that. But before we do, Caleb, once again, I was doing some research mm -hmm. and I found out some fun facts. Oh, wow. And if you'd indulge me, I'd like to read them out to you. Play that jingle. <laughs> uh, can you give me another? Oh, I did the last one. Surely we've got to separate off. You're so good at it. Um. All right. An another one. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Fun Facts with Probably Not Joel. Here's our first fact. So you went with your cyber name. My cyber name? <laughs> yeah. Shut Instead up. of just Joel. Uh, don't never say that to me again. <laughs> the New Zealand Emergency Services once enjoyed a thriving World of Warcraft clan, but the community quickly disbanded as the police force insisted on only raiding during the crack of dawn. Right. You know about the dawn raids? No, I don't know about okay, the dawn well, that, raids. That's why that joke isn't funny then, I guess. That's a... How do you not know about the dawn raids? What are the dawn raids? The dawn raids is... Um, and the Prime Minister just publicly apologised for this oh. on behalf of, like, the previous governments. But essentially what the dawn raids are is um, before we had our recession, we got a lot of, like, Pacific Islanders to come and, like, do work and be labourers. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the recession hit and we were like, it's their fault! And then... So the police would like raid them at like three o'clock in the morning, just like these Pacific Island communities what? to find people whose visas had like, expired. Oh, so it was like an immigration thing. Like, it was, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's like crazy. That's like some fucking yeah, and they would stormtrooper shit. They would do it at like 3 a.m. That's nuts. Yeah. And like a Tuesday. Oh my God. All right. Well, that joke didn't work. In 2012, here's one that I think <laughs> might be more your speed. Okay. In 2012, the New Zealand police raided internet mogul Kim.com's home mm -hmm. and shut down his business. Friend of the show. Kim thanked his family for their support during this rough patch in his life, singling out his nerdy older brother, CoolMathGames.com, <laughs> and his devoted... <laughs> 
and his devoted stepmother, Pornhub.com. Oh, wow. Cool maths games, yeah. man. So just to get the listener up to speed, the joke about the Dawn Raids. Yeah, I'm not educated enough for that. Doesn't know about the Dawn Raids. Does know, however, about CoolMathGames.com. Well, that's probably the that's least. The, that's the fun fact segment yeah, out of the way. fun fact segment. Um, so I thought I'd start off. Sorry, what's his name? Is his, it Graham? His name is Graham Bell. For those of you who don't know who Graham Bell is, here's a little teaser for you. Tonight on Police 107, we're looking for your help to find a group of murderous thugs. Two young creeps, a half-wit with a gun, a false beard and a turban. A mindless lowlife, two vicious morons, two armed and violent mongrels, three stooges, three desperate and wild-eyed gutless goons, three vicious apes, two fat women and a man with a gun. This scruffy little thug, this little germ, lunatics. Now here's the thing, here's my question I'm posing to you right now. What do you think it does to a culture to have somebody in such a high level of authority as the guy like an old police commissioner Mm. talking about criminals what do you think it does to a culture to have a bunch of predominantly young Maori and pacific islanders like referred to as apes yeah mongrels yeah germs uh we don't have the full context of that video and it's very possible that a couple no, of primates that's, that's, escaped wellington zoo that's only a highlight reel that police 107 themselves <laughs> yeah threw together why is it called police 107 because 107 is like uh their code for like the call out oh i thought it was like tra- trying to tell you what number to call what number to call is not the number that you're supposed oh, to call oh okay yeah Oh. Here we go. Ten five. This song is three minutes long, <laughs> and we will be listening to the whole song. Okay, yeah. Hold on. That woman sounded like she was like ethnic. Yeah. The police can't be racist. Nah, impossible. Put your hands in the air. Like you just don't care? Nah, you're under arrest for the stolen goods we found in your garage. And we're we're here at 3 a.m. to tell you (laughs) about it. If it's happening now, Call 111. If it's already happened, call 105. Let's talk about getting fucking filmed while you're being arrested and what that does. Um, here's a clip. To keep his mate Bruce out of trouble. Oh, don't worry. Do what you say. Don't trip. Don't trip. Keep what you say. Instantly, you can see the anxiety, right? Is this on Police 107? Can you please blur my face? That's an important thing to note because it's like shitty to be arrested, obviously, especially if you're fucking brown and you know what the police are like. It's very anxiety inducing. Yeah, it's weird. You'd think that the camera would make them more gentle. No, but, but it, it makes no, no, it no. Worse. But the police have the final say on the edit of Police 107. These cameras are not a safety blanket, they're no. only an added anxiety factor to the already high 
highly anxiety-inducing experience of being arrested by a police yeah. officer. The whole thing of they blur their faces. Do you not think this guy's friends can identify him mm. using like context clues, where they are, the sound of their voice? Yeah, and pay attention with these shows like Cops and Police 107 to the kinds of crimes that are being like presented. They're not fucking investigating tax fraud. No, exactly. It's never some like white businessman being fucking, no. you know, walked out of Datacom or whatever for, no. for some sort of fraud. It's always petty crime. Most of the time, they're drunk. Well, and it's because it's specifically to prey on people who aren't yes. presenting themselves in a flattering exactly. way. Exactly. It's to get the juiciest footage. Let's keep going. Tony might be tough in front of his friends, but in the car, it's a different story. Me and this honey. Me and this honey. You want my test I can't wipe the tears away. Just... Can you wipe my tears away, officer? That's so sad. Do you think it's in, like, the New Zealand public's best interests to have the footage of this guy in the car asking a police officer to wipe his tears because he's, like, ashamed and scared? I think to fucking see that and to, like... To call this video Hard Gangster Cries After Getting Arrested to be such a fucking heartless cunt. There's absolutely no reason to broadcast them yeah. in their, like, emotional distress for your own personal weird... Revenge vendetta, yeah. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> I'll let you go, dude. This kid is in the car by himself, but the cameras are still rolling. I'm not the boy for you. I'm not the boy for you. This fucking kid did some like car vandalism with his friends mm. and now footage of him crying for his mum in the back of a police car is being broadcast to everyone in New Zealand. It, what fucking purpose does that serve? They can put out as many fucking ads as they want about like a uh, uh, friendly police and You New can Zealand. have tattoos and be a police officer yeah. now. You'd need a million of those ads to make up for one episode of Police 107 that you fucking There's just, Culturally, this is just an absolute disgrace for our fucking country. I don't know how you can watch that clip and find it funny or like watch that clip and feel that you have any entitlement to like having seen that um so now we're getting into the discourse right so an auckland city councillor tweeted hey at tvnz it's time you dropped police 107 a couple of days ago i was watching tv and your ad cut promoing the program showed young brown people this stuff is low level chewing gum tv that feeds on racial stereotypes and it's time you acted as a responsible broadcaster and cut it hell yeah so graham bow shows up on news talks mb to talk to friend of the show mike hosking and he said does he want the police to ignore crime if it's committed by brown people I'm beginning to think that there are people that do want that Graham Bell you absolute fucking cunt that is not what he's saying the fact that you can't reply to the actual issue and you have to like do, you think do this being... weird straw man where like of course people aren't saying you should ignore crime committed by brown people they're saying you shouldn't target brown people do you think that he's being deliberately obtuse I fucking probably um... he's an old white police officer yeah who made his like living and fame off of calling young teens mongrels and apes yeah so excuse with... me if i don't really give a fuck what he has to say no. about this issue and you go well what's the grift the grift is people are like making their living making police 10 7 mm. they're like directly profiting from it you're like culturally fucking setting your targets on a minority group of people for like entertainment that's the grift um if you're involved at all in police 10 7 you're a cunt if you think it's funny to laugh at some kid crying and apologizing to his mom and his girlfriend in the back of a cop car when he's presumably as far as he's aware alone maybe he didn't see the cameras who knows if you think that's funny you're a cunt yeah and um i hope that your next segment is a light-hearted funny one you know what while we're here why don't we play that jingle for guess the grifter how'd it go yeah 
Great, awesome. Let me just get the old anti-social network out. <laughs> okay, so the first bit of information I'm going to give you about this man is that he was born in England in 1945. You know, Hiroshima and Nagasaki have freshly been nuked. Yeah. Though is born in England, is an American citizen. And I know about him. I believe so. Uh, okay. He made his millions developing software. Oh, uh, oh, did he recently die? Yes. Is it fucking M Mr. McAfee? Mr. McAfee. Oh, this is such a good one. Yeah, dude. you're excited. Oh, I fucking love this guy. John McAfee. Please McAfee. tell me we're going to get into the part where he cuts a hole in a hammock and gets his asshole eaten out. I have it. read so much about John McAfee over the past week and I yeah. have not heard about that. Okay. You just want to fucking tell me about that to start us off? Um, let me pull up. So while Joel fumbles to try and find this information to to educate us on the hammock story. I'll just go over a tiny bit about... People at home might not know who John McAfee is. Sure. If you are a nerd who has ever used a Windows computer in your entire life, you have probably seen the McAfee antivirus software. It is an incredibly famous antivirus software because once it's installed, it is virtually impossible to remove from your computer. It's a real bitch. It's a real bitch. It's, it acts as a virus itself, even though it's an antivirus. He then made millions of dollars off of that and then went on to be one of the like craziest rich cunts in the world. I found it. Alright, go on then. It's even juicier than I thought. Go on then. Multiple women claim John McAvee would have them take dumps in his mouth from a hammock. So they're in the hammock, yep. they've cut a hole, yep. and they're shitting in his I mouth. I actually do have a little bit on that. Alright. I thought it was I'll give the, the arse aiding I'll kind give, of I'll give the reins back to you. So, John McAvee, it's harder to necessarily attribute grifty traits to him. Right. So, at the very, very, very least, the fact that you can not uninstall. Yeah, software is dog shit, dude. You, it, the fact that you cannot get rid of the antivirus software is enough. He got his big break when something in the 90s happened called the Michelangelo virus. So it's discovered in Australia. The is it a virus that um, makes your penis shrink? Did Michelangelo have a small penis? Now all of his statues had real small penises. Real cute little boys. Uh, um, no, little, but, little buttons. no, but it did make you really good with nunchucks. <laughs> um... Perfect. And delicious pizza. Yeah. But, uh, so the idea of the Michelangelo virus was it was discovered in Australia and it was a virus that was uniquely timed to all go off at the same time on a specific day. Oh, it's like a virus. It's like a I sleeper think. agent virus. Oh my God. Right? And then on Michelangelo's birthday, I want to say like March 6th, mm -hmm. it's set so that every computer that has the virus on it will... Oh, I'm so stupid. He's a software developer. Of course you're talking about a computer virus. I thought there was some bioweapon that was being fucking This is out. so funny. Yeah, I'm so I'm. John McAfee's at the front line of the line. pandemic. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Michelangelo virus. I'm sorry. Um, maybe I'm stupid. and I didn't clear that up. No, I did say antivirus Isn't software. It? Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's very clear. So, so yeah, the idea is all the computers, kind of like a Y2K situation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. John McAfee says up to five million computers are going to get fucked by this Michelangelo virus. Mm -hmm. Here's what you can do. March six comes around. Happy birthday, Michelangelo. About ten thousand computers are destroyed. Sure. And the press absolutely just go for John McAfee's asshole. Like, they're yeah. really angry at him because he really made a massive deal out of this virus and it turned out to not be an issue at all. Yeah. Despite that, he still, like, managed to, like, triple his net worth over Hell that yeah. time and didn't really see any actual consequences. Right. And that's the maybe second reason you could call him a grifter. He then releases his free antivirus software. How, Joel, you're a smart guy. John McAfee is giving out to the whole world yeah. a free antivirus software. Yeah. How is he making his money? Selling your data. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. 
Uh, that's that's the new like that's the new grift. Oh. You know what I mean? Data's the new oil. That's what they say. Mining Bitcoin in the background. He loves his Bitcoin, but he came onto that much later. This is the mm. this is the nineties. Putting a really annoying search bar on your internet browser. <laughs> Fuck, that's the worst. I hate that one. Yeah. Um, no, I remember my nana had twelve. Yeah. Half of the screen yeah. is just ask.com, yahooanswers.com, yeah. ask google.com, askjeeves, bing.com. What does Jeff think about this.com? Like, yeah. oh my God, dude. Yep, yep, yep. Um, what is it? The answer is having fine print that specifically charges corporations that you can invoice. <laughs> so oh. the idea is heaps and heaps of, he knew this would happen. People in their work, oh. work well, like workstations. That's so sneaky. Downloaded the free antivirus software because it's free and everybody uses it. Yeah. And then he can just charge any corporation that uses it because it, they need a corporate license to run it. It's like the anti-WinRAR. Uh, so I hope he's doing well. We yeah. can get into it later, but I, yeah. I just I hope he's you know in good health. Maybe that's a good time to say there's from this point forward. Uh, despite the fact that we've maybe already talked about shitting in mouths, yeah, uh, there is going to be some content that's a little bit dark. Shitting in mouths isn't dark. It's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's gross. I don't know if I'd call it dark. No, it's gross. <laughs> I don't like poo. Um, I had a um, like two truths, one lie thing written down mm-hmm. for this. But um, now that you know about the shit eating, right? And you seem to know a fair amount about yeah. John McAfee. I feel like you'd easily be able to do it. So Just do like it. Rather, no. okay. Well, I've got two truths and one lie about John McAfee. Is this a new segment? Uh, sure. Well, it's gonna need a theme song. Yeah, you're right. Two truths. Two truths. It's a longer one. Two truths. One lie. Yeah! We got a soundboard for that. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to read you out three things about John McAfee. All right. You need to identify which one of them is false. And if you identify the wrong one, you will be put underneath a hammock. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So here is the first one. John McAfee once faked a heart attack to avoid the justice system. Nice. What a classic move. John McAfee stars in his own rap video outlining oh, his life. I really want that to be true. John McAfee, despite his connection to Q, was in Epstein's black book. Oh, well, here's the thing. John McAvee, the odds, I don't know this for a fact, but the odds on him not being a pedophile, uh-huh. astoundingly low. How do you make that calculation? Let's go, go into the Joel Probably just everything about him. I agree. Probably. I just thought you should show you're working on that one. Allegedly, but also for sure. I'm going to say that faking the heart attack is a lie because I really, really want you to start playing this video. And I also definitely think he's a pedophile. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to eliminate slowly through the story. Mm -hmm. You know, each of these is being truths. Um, And we'll see if you've got the right one. So he goes out and he spends $11 million on his new sport that he wants to invent <laughs> called aero trekking. Right. Imagine a, a kite sail on a motorbike that actually flies. That does sound sick as fuck. Like, look up aero trekking um, just because you're not going to believe me. It looks like something out of like a superhero movie. Or yeah. He seems to have, I'm sure he didn't invent it, but he's literally just like riding a motorbike around in the sky. That's fucking sick. It's yeah. insane. And so he Because spends- if I was as rich as him, I'd be spending a lot more of my time doing that and a lot less of my time getting my mouth 
Ralph Shatton. He he built four hangars, two airstrips. Uh, he built a five bedroom villa. The absolute dream. He in fact also with um like set up a bunch of airports that are like used as the infrastructure for like a- access points from like Mexico and like like he's just like that yeah. that airstrip was just like really successful. And then his nephew was flying around one day with a sixty one year old student friend. Yeah. And then they both crashed into the side of a canyon and died. Oh, did he fake his heart attack to get out of that? And the friend, sorry, the family of the sixty one year old friend of the nephew who was brought along decided to sue John McAvee for I think it's a wrongful death something called something like that the suit was probably something like hey dickhead you attached a motorbike to a <laughs> fucking kite yeah and now my, my now, fucking he's dead now he's dead of course this is your fault he basically his first um, run in with like the idea of being sued for doing whatever he wants right freaked him out a little bit uh, he decides to sort of concoct a plan I'm gonna make a rap video <laughs> wikiwa so he sells everything packs all, up all the shit heads over to Belize. He- I believe I can fly. You got any others? I've got a motorbike attached to a kite. Yeah. Oh my god, that cliff is approaching. Now I think about it, that guy was innocent, so I'm gonna stop singing now. Yeah, that guy died. Yeah, I'm sorry about making a parody song about your demise. You mentioned the Mongrel Mob had like a fleet of kite motorbikes. I think that's what the money was for. The money? Yeah, from Cindy. Oh, you mean... They're like, listen, those bikes are really lacking some kites. So he moves to Belize. Over there he meets a woman who is by the name of Allison. She's a botanist, Mm -hmm. and she is currently working on a a new way to cure infections by Mm -hmm. like disrupting the way that cells communicate with each other with pheromones. He decides upon meeting her that he's going to completely fund her research, set her up with a lab in Belize. I'm sure. No ulterior motives. No, he said that it was with the intention of commercializing the product after it was Oh, developed. I thought he was doing it for pussy. Well, you'll see why in a moment that he really did not need to worry about that. Right. So not only does he have a longtime girlfriend that he brings to Belize with him, um, and he always is it's in a, a faithful relationship. Man. I think that he is a faithful man, uh, but only because there's no way it could have been a secret what he was doing. Right. Like yeah. he was having he's like coming home with hundreds people big, orgies he's coming home with a big brown smile <laughs> she's like what it, where were you he's like what do you mean oh so no. you've got shit around your mouth he's like Bruh. so it, it's about this time that john starts getting involved with some drugs <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's one, that's really one way to put it yeah he starts to experiment with some drugs yeah and he seems to take a liking to bath salts yeah, in does. particular there's a specific kind that's his favorite kind of bath salt called MVPD and they uh, basically a forum post was like unearthed that's him talking about like using bath salts he talked about how it made him and everyone who used it incredibly horny yeah he said that some people in his company who had taken the MVPD had tried to have sex with some of his dogs and he said that he will no longer because of this being a frequent issue allow anyone on MVPD around his dogs ever because it's that much hey, of a hey stop taking the drug that makes you want to fuck dogs please okay hold on though a part of you is thinking though how good is yeah. it? yeah <laughs> if it's good enough to make me want to fuck a dog yeah it has to be pretty good it also made the other side effect is that it makes you incredibly paranoid like incredibly right. paranoid like he's not sleeping for days and days and days mm. he decides to have an entourage made up of both a lot of sex workers and a lot of armed gang members everywhere he went there was like an army yeah. of like armed soldiers 
Yeah. And like a harem yeah. of paid women. He really is like living some weird movie. Have you played Far Cry? Yeah, he's a Far Cry villain. He's literally sure. the Far Cry yeah. villain. Yeah. yeah. He's like got this like jungle, yeah. like weird. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Got a compound. He's got an army. In this forum post, he outlines that he's working on trying to make a new kind of drug yeah. that's like a more refined version of MVPD. <laughs> right. Okay. Now we return to Allison. She, with the guidance and direction (laughs) of John McAvee, decides to abandon her research about curing disease, curing infection, and focused on making a female Viagra. Oh. So I'm pretty sure, like this is me putting on my investigative hat, but I'm pretty sure the forum post of him saying that he was like making MVDP drugs and Mm -hmm. stuff and talking about how like much of an aphrodisiac it is. Yeah. And then him trying to like extract it into a pure version. I'm pretty sure what he was trying to do is extract the like horny chemical out mm. of that and then with this lab that he's built because for this woman in this lab he's like just yeah. built an entire like complex it's like breaking bad but for wet pussies i i can just see the fucking far cry game now where you have to break into the lab and steal the <laughs> yeah. like the pussy formula it's all slippery <laughs> oh jeez uh smells like belizeans yeah what does belizean pussy smell like i believe in pussy <laughs> yeah um, pussy agnostic i've not seen a pussy before but you are but open to the I'm idea that they the may idea. exist that they may exist yeah so because the belizean government have seen an incredibly rich man move into the jungle start a lab and yeah. then start like a private army or whatever they're Troublesome. like hold on i'd raise an eyebrow for sure do we reckon this guy might be doing some drug stuff i believe he is so the fbi raid him yeah his some of the women in his harem is harem like an offensive term i don't know but you've been saying it an awful lot so yeah we'll find out We're, if it if you guys cringe every time i say harem let me know uh some of the women i don't really know whether it was an intentional manipulation or not mm. but they started telling john that the belizean government was like out to get him so incorrectly john mcafee the entire time has thought that the belizean government is like this corrupt institution that's specifically out to get him he claimed that the reason that he got raided is because he didn't he didn't platform the prime minister's son who's a rapper right. he says that's why they did it and <laughs> he didn't the, give him a feature on his track oh well, maybe but the belizean government put out a statement after him accusing them of that saying that they'll make absolutely no apologies for treating somebody as a person of interest when they move into the jungle and start a private army. Yeah. So yeah, fair enough. After the Belizean government start to, in John's mind, crack yeah. down on him when that isn't true, mm-hmm. he starts freaking out and wants to flee Belize. Sure. Um, he flees back to America. And the problem is, is that he comes home not the same John McAvee that he left. No. And he's going back to his old place, but he's brought his entourage with him and the neighbors don't like that very like, much what the fuck They're like, are you doing you've brought a harem of women an army of soldiers and like 50 dogs yeah and they keep biting everyone on the island man yeah. like jesus well, christ they're used to fucking people trying to have sex with them one man in particular a former u.s marine got so fed up that he allegedly poisoned the dogs 1080 or it's not proven that at all that this guy's poisoned these dogs but a short while later this man dies Oh. We know that he's killed by two men yeah. that he does not recognize. Right. That's what we know about it. Okay. It's completely up in the air yeah. as to whether or not John McAfee paid two people to kill his neighbor for killing his dogs. It's not proven either way. But they've never tried to investigate him for it or anything like that. Right. They've never conducted a like, proper investigation into it. But that's enough for him to get afraid again yeah. and need to get the fuck out of his current position again. So he needs right. to move once more. So he flees and tries to enter Guatemala, at which 
which point he is apprehended by Interpol for entering Guatemala illegally. And then they're in this bit like weird head scratchy situation where I want I want to say John McAfee wants to go to Mexico and Belize wants him in Belize. He's quite happy in his Guatemalan prison. He just really wants to avoid Belize. Right. Because he believes that yeah. Belize are Belize gonna like hang him. No good. Yeah. Like that he really thinks the worst of him. He'd rather be in Guatemalan prison, but he knows that appeals are currently being made for him to be transferred to Belize. He knows that some right. appeals are being made to like let him go in America. So before they can process him and send him back to a Belize, he, has he a suddenly attack. clutches his yeah. chest and actually fakes two heart attacks. Right. Back to back. Which managed to not get him out of it. Yeah. But it manages to delay the process long enough so that the necessary appeals can come through so that he avoids being sent back to Belize. Right. And he basically just got what he wanted out of that mm -hmm. situation and was let go the way that he wanted to be let go on two fake heart attacks. And he came out afterwards and said that they were fake and that was the purpose of them. He does <laughs> right. a lot of like, these were my brilliant plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all really interesting. You should go and read them because um, yeah. this man's lived a much crazier life than like I'm going to yeah, have, have explained. So that's the first thing that's been eliminated on the, yeah. on the list. I think he's made the rap video. I really do. Can I have your phone? If an instrumental comes. Genius. Yes! <laughs> Let's go! He was not in the book. He wasn't in the book. He was not in the book. But it's only playing, baby. What you know about the streets? What you know about Belize? What you know about faking your own heart attacks just to ditch the police? Believe Woo! that. What you know about privacy? I got a bad bitch on side of me. Yeah, yeah. I got the FBI eyeing me. All of these hackers are trying me. Trying to get him a peek. Trying to get all on my Twitter for that coin of the week. I got China trying to ban every time that I speak. And now we got Trump. Bet you wish you voted for me. I got an arsenal and arsenal. A bunch of big guns. Here we go, Gary. Cause cause holes with the crypto. Paid you can sing along in this bit. Yeah. Right now, the calls about. McAfee, McAfee, McAfee. John. McAfee, McAfee. John. John. Don't fuck with my dog. Or I'll kill you. Yeah. I'll murder you. You gon' see my vision. Got hoes shooting at me and they just keep missing. Boom. John. 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 Don't fuck with my dogs. I like that a lot. Okay, so let's start by trying to rank Police Team 7. I'm thinking, because it's like a localized thing, kind of want to put it... So it goes Dr. Penny Patterson, Police Team 7, Kevin Trudeau. I reckon we put her above Dr. Penny Patterson. So it goes Jim from The Office. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> Police Team 7. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Dr. Penny Patterson. Yeah. All right, that's them on the list. Where do we put Mr. McAvee? He's done the least, like, damage. I mean, he's done a lot of damage to himself. I kind of want to put him just below Kevin Trudeau. Mm. What do you think? Kevin! That's locked in. Kevin Trudeau, John McAfee. Alan Conway. If you've enjoyed this episode, uh, feel free to email grifter of the week at gmail.com with a little, a little letter. We'll read it out on the show. Uh, you can also follow me on all platforms at probably not Joel. Caleb, where can I find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Caleb the Saucy Rollboy and on Adventure Quest Worlds with the same name. Thank you for listening. All right. Peace and love. Happy grifting, everyone. Happy grifting.